Peace, peace. Welcome to In My Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Carter. You know, first and foremost, hope all is well. Appreciate one of you guys out there that you are living your best life and also being the best version of yourself. Uh, we have a lot of, uh, lot of adjustments going on <laughs> in the world uh, today, but you know we're just taking it one day at a time here on uh, In My Mind. And, um, and for today, what I've been really thinking about and um, dwelling on is this concept called keeping the peace, right? Keeping the peace. And this is a concept that I've heard in early childhood where, you know, in relationships or even in innocent interpersonal relationships or even in just different like social settings, or even at your job, right? Where the idea is that as opposed to, you know, sharing our emotions and sharing our thoughts or any concerns, Right, we're in a conflict as opposed to verbalizing it, right? We just hold in, you know, what we're thinking, right? And so we get this concept called, uh, you know, suppress, right? When we just kind of actively avoid different, uh, actively just avoid different emotions in efforts to maintain, maintain peace, right? So I've been thinking about that, right? And I've been thinking, is that a good thing? <laughs> is it always good to keep the peace? Right? Is it, is it a good thing to to not share our, our emotions? Right? Is it a good thing to suppress? Uh, is it a good thing to suppress our feelings and our emotions? Right? That's what we'll that's what we'll talk about today, man. So that's what, that's what I've been pondering. And one of the things that I, I realized I, I, I came in with this particular uh, you know this particular topic, want to do an episode on it because of some conflict that I saw at my at my job and again it wasn't to the extreme where it impeded my ability to to do my job but I just felt like you know it was just some things that was happening with another one of my colleagues and and um it was you know we agreed upon agreed to do certain things a certain way but that wasn't executed right and so it confused me <laughs> and as a result you know it kind of triggered me to, to just be uh be confused and i was a little you know so uh, upset about upset about it and i know in the past what i would do especially in a job because i'm a, I'm a black male and for me i don't want to i want to fall into the stereotype and so when I'm at work, I'm not have to, me personally, I'm acting a certain way so that I won't be seen as an aggressive or um, a problem, right? You want to keep a low profile in my particular job because that's how, that's how I, you know, pay my bills. That's how I, that's how I eat. That's how I can um, enjoy a great lifestyle that I, that I get to enjoy, and that's by um, having steady income. And so for me, uh, with, with working at my um, my job I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to rock the boat I'm gonna keep the peace <laughs> rock the boat is another way right and it's similar to what it means similar to uh, keeping the peace but one of the things but 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 what I what I found is that when I do that it, it robs me of of uh, peace and it robs me of, of um, it robs me of the opportunity to, to, to communicate my feelings. It rises me an opportunity to uh, to express myself. 
And what it does is it adds more stress, stress and resentment um, for the other, um, the other person. And so one of the things that I promise myself, you know, want to get better at is being able to get comfortable with uh, being able to express uh, my feelings in a way where I'm not coming off as being aggressive, right? And the difference between aggressive communication, assertive communication, and passive aggressive communication, right? And, you know, aggressive is utilizing, you know, you statements and, you know, you always or, you know, you're, um, you know, you're never on time or whatever. And, you know, being aggressive is not necessarily the best way because, again, nobody's really necessarily hearing what you're saying because, um, you know, you're accusing someone, right? And then also your tone is, um, you know, is off a little bit. And, you know, you come from a position of making accusations and stuff. And so sometimes when being aggressive is not necessarily called for in certain situations, especially in my job. And, you know, I definitely had to uh, learn it and become mindful of that, of how, you know, how I can have conflict at my at my job. I, I can... You know, times when I can, you know, keep, keep the peace in a sense. But also it's times when I have to to be able to express my, uh, you know, my thoughts and my feelings um, in a healthy way. And, you know, utilizing assertive communication where I can use I statements and stuff. And get my, get my, um, get my, um, my point across and also get my concerns out there so that, you know, I can feel like I'm a part of a team. And so also that I'm not su- su- um, suppressing my, my emotions <laughs> and I'm not holding stuff in. Because I, mean, I think about it because keeping the peace, keeping the peace sometimes, it, it has its place, right? Because sometimes, you know, there's certain situations where, you know, where we need to, um, you know, not say something at a particular time, right? Because we might, might not feel like we are um, able to say it in a way that will be um, received well. Right, and and I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, like I said, it's time, place for everything. But I also think that, you know, what good is it to to you know continue to hold stuff in, especially in, you know in relationships and 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 within uh, with our you know with our supervisors or just in general, you know, what good is it is it to continue to just hold stuff in and try to suppress it and you know and try to avoid our particular um, emotions, right and Again, like I said, I think that sometimes it does have a play where we should keep the peace and and um, and, and hold hold our tongue, uh, for lack of better words. And but also, I think if we do keep the peace, then it's important that we come back and have the conversations with the persons that we are having difficulties with. And so, like you know, for me, I think that sometimes keeping the peace could be the detriment of our um, our own health, but also to the relationships that we have. With other, with other people, right? Um, and so, and so with su- su- suppression, when I use this term suppression, it's just like when somebody actively push away uncomfortable thoughts, right? Feelings or memories, then try to um, suppress it and take it out of a particular conscience, right? And also because, you know, you don't want it to, to be there. And especially think about it in relationships or just, just life in general, that situations that's going to occur that's going to make us feel uncomfortable, right? That's going to trigger an emotion of our, uh, um, out of us, whether that's feeling like we have some type of injustice, whether that's feeling like, um, that's feeling like you know, we're being disrespected, uh, whether it could be a romantic relationship, whatever, whatever the relationship, you know, that we identify, 
there's going to be situations that's going to trigger certain emotions out of us, right? And, and then we had that, that, that decision, right? We was like, okay, what should I do? Should I, I feel like I'm violated. <laughs> Something's happened. Um, should I just not see anything and, and um, suppress it and try to get rid of it? Um, or, or should I just uh, not keep the peace and, and shake stuff up a little bit and, <laughs> and share um, some of my thoughts and some of my concerns, right? And, and I think, again, I submit unto you, uh, unto you guys, man, that in my opinion, to be the best version of myself and self-improve is to be able to be able to communicate our feelings and, um, and our thoughts in a, in a healthy manner, especially within relationships, but also just in, you know, any type of, um, anything in all areas and aspects of our, of our lives, right? Because our voice uh, matters, you know, what we think matters. And I think a lot of times, well, I probably I know that a lot of times that our, you know, self-worth and our identity a lot of this comes from our upbringing, right? And so, for so sometimes some some uh, some children during those formative years aren't necessarily really allowed to communicate and share their particular emotions. And when you try to talk, you know, the parent might say, you know, no, not right now, or they might, you know, uh, shut them down. And, and so, a lot of times, what happens is if we're not careful, the kids can get the, the message that, you know, what I got to say is important. What, what I got to say is not important, right? Or, or, you know, you might have uh, caretakers or, or, you know, your parents who, who didn't necessarily really share their particular emotions or didn't even deal with uh, uncomfortable emotions, nor did they deal with uh, conflict or talk, uh, or talk about different issues, right? And so what happens is we begin, we begin to uh, live in our head and things happen to us, we feel disrespected or we, you know, we feel like we're violated and we get uncomfortable because uh, we can't necessarily really we're not comfortable with sharing how we feel, sharing our, our emotions, right? We even know what emotions we're, we're feeling because sometimes what happens is, you know, if um, certain emotions that are uncomfortable, we just, you know, suppress them or try to avoid them and actively just um, push, them, push them away, right? Put them, put them out of our, our consciousness. And what, what can happen sometimes is like a computer, we begin like to shut down, right? And you know, another things people might do is they might start uh, scrolling on their phone, watching TV, or doing activities, so they won't feel the emotion, right? And again, this behavior is definitely you know temporary, and it's uh, definitely uh, temporary. But you know, it's, it's a way of coping. But again, it doesn't necessarily really deal with um, the thought and the matter uh, at hand or what we're feeling. And so, again, man. I thought, I thought a lot about it and I guess because personally this was something I did where you know if I felt stuff of emotion or if I felt something I would excuse me my, my MO was to, to try to keep the peace and not say anything to suppress it let the emotion go by just to deal with it it's almost like having a high tolerance for um, you know for for, uh, for, for being dis- disrespected or, or uh, high tolerance for this stuff where you know I had the ability to kind of like just just hold stuff in and just you know not say anything <laughs> not say anything try to get rid of the emotion and just you know just deal with it in a healthy way deal with it in my head uh, try to do something else to to um, uh, to deal with the to deal with the emotion but not address it with the other person 
I'm just with the other person and uh, will not even like try to talk about it. Right. And so, again, again, it, be, it becomes kind of problematic again because it's a, it's one way to because um, our, our thoughts and what we're thinking and, and our needs aren't really being met. And that's not only it's unfair to us, but also it's unfair to other people that we interact with. It can be in relationships. It could be with your boss. It could just be, you know, if you try to do your own, you know, own business, whatever it might be, that we have to learn how to get um, be comfortable with dealing with uncomfortable emotions. Because think about it, emotions is something that is temporary, right? So why let something that's temporary um, affect us and destroy relationships, destroy partnerships, right? Um, destroy um, destroy just, just, just things that you know, social aspects and destroy things that we have in our life when the emotions that we feel, we feel disrespected <coughs> or whatever, whatever we might feel, whatever um, situation that occurs and it's bringing out an emotion within us, you know, why, why continue to suppress it and why try to keep the peace when there is really no peace, right? <laughs> um, you know, I feel like sometimes we do this type of things to, to try to, you know, protect us the other person and I don't want to hurt nobody else's feelings but you are hurting somebody right you hurt sometimes you know you're hurting yourself so let's talk about let's, let's get some more in, in the detail about how to um, how to overcome suppressing our emotions right you know when is it time to to no longer keep the peace right so I definitely will submit unto you that you know keeping the peace has its place at various times just like anything in life but sometimes it's not beneficial to us to keep the peace. Sometimes you got to rattle the boat and talk about the conflicts that we have. And so when I come right back, I'll talk about just different methods to utilize to, um, to get, to get uh, comfortable with dealing with uncomfortable emotions, right? And I talked a little bit about some of that. I talked about uh, communication, uh, communication skills such as aggressive, um, assertive, and um, passive aggressive. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Again, I'm your host, uh, Carter. And again, we're talking about this concept of um, keeping the peace, keeping the peace, uh, unpacking, keeping the peace. And when is it, when is it time to, to shoot, say, no, nah, I'm not keeping the peace anymore. And I got to talk about what is, um, you know, what is bothering me and to deal with this conflict. And for this, this, uh, this segment, I want to talk about just kind of just strategies and things that I've done and I found that could help me combat uh, attempting to suppress my emotions, right? So again, I just want to talk a little bit shortly about ways to combat suppressing emotions, right? Because again, um, suppressing it is that we're actively doing things, right? Actively doing stuff um, to, to, to not deal with uncomfortable uh, emotions, right? And especially, like I said, in relationships, um, in these social settings, it's very important that we can feel like our, you know, our concerns and our needs are, you know, are being, are being met and also being communicated, right? Because again, um, suppressing emotions and not being able to deal with uh, uncomfortable emotions will ultimately, you know, just affect us, affect us in the long run, also will affect our health, bring in more uh, stress and more depression and also and what well, also what occurs is that we start to live in our head and we start to hear that that inner critic and it can if we're not careful suppressing emotions can derail us from
from reaching the goals or developing healthy relationships like we should. And again, if we're not careful, that could hinder us from being the best version uh, of ourselves. And that's what that's what, this, that's what the um, MMI podcast is all about: is just being the best person we possibly possibly can become. And so, this is thing called the Emotion Regulation Questionnaire, right? ERQ. It is called the Emotion Regulation Questionnaire. And so, it's self-report. So, in a self-report, it's just basically going to um, need some honesty, right? <laughs> and it works best with an individual um, answering uh, questions, but being honest about the question, right? And so, this report is only as good as your honesty, right? And so, it's designed to kind of like see, assess like how we deal with uh, emotions, like what type, what type of strategies uh, we use, right, to um, to alter our emotions, and it talks about cognitive repra- uh, repraisal, and we can go in depth in into that, and that's just kind of like, and we we have emotions, how do we um, in our mind, how do we um, re, how do we um, re- reframe it to make it that make it something that we can um, you know handle, right, and the other one is expressive. Um, suppression right and so just kind of like what would the sound self-explanatory based off of uh you know the words and, and it kind of like looks at if you're honest with the questions it looks at how we how we deal with our emotions right how do we um how do we deal with the emotions that we are faced with based off of any given situation right so something is uh something is a uh, very beneficial because again Insight, right? And I'm a big, big proponent on that is that in order to, to do well, you, know, you definitely have to know what you're dealing with, right? And you have to be aware of certain stuff. And that gives you the, um, the ability to kind of see, you know, how you're, dealing with, uh, how you're dealing with the emotions. So, all right, first and foremost, um, first and foremost, man, with with um with dealing with uncomfortable emotions man and not suppressing our emotions it's, it's something called primary and secondary emotions right and i talked about this before i believe on a previous episodes and a primary emotion is kind of like what we're feeling right it's kind of the underlying issue but secondary emotion is what we express, right? And so what, what can occur if we're not careful is that, um, and again, I'm getting, I'll say it like this. So uh, so anger is, is a, people will say is a secondary emotion because again, anger is something that in certain cultures and just, so I said, I won't say certain cultures, but Anger is more, in a sense, acceptable and easier to, and less frightening to, to express than saying that I'm sad or that I feel disrespected or saying that I'm disappointed or to say that I'm hurt, right? And so that, so if I, if somebody, if, if a, a situation is occurring, right, the situation is was trigger the emotion, right? If that situation is occur, and um, something happens and I feel like I'm disrespected by uh, the person if I'm not careful with I don't, if I don't feel comfortable with expressing that and getting to the bottom of why I feel disrespected what's going to happen is 
I can become angry, right? And I could become more aggressive and can do things that will be destructive to the, you know, to my future and my relationships. But the thing about it is that's more acceptable and more easier to, to show as opposed to saying that I feel disrespected, right? Or feel like say I'm disappointed or that or to say that, you know, that you uh, hurt me. And so one of the things and the most important thing, uh, in my opinion, that we have to do when dealing with uncomfortable emotions or the, dealing with situations, you know, where we feel triggered and, you know, where <laughs> we want to keep the peace, but we know that, you know, if we move on and something I had to talk about is that getting to the root causes of, um, of some of our, uh, our emotions, right? And getting to the root causes, I can just ask those questions, who, what, when, how, and where, you know, why am I feeling this particular way? You know, why am I so angry right now? You know, what, what was about this particular um, situation that made me feel this way? Another important thing first, first is to, is to kind of get to the root cause of it. Another thing is to kind of identify what emotion it is, right? You know, what, what exactly, you know, am I feeling and being comfortable with it? Number three, um, just know that, you know, emotions and, and the emotional pain and the stuff that we feel, it's, um, it's not going to last always, nor is it going to kill us. Right. I just think that some, a lot of this stuff is like learned behaviors. Right. And so because at an early age, might not necessarily believe we're comfortable with having certain emotions. And they feel like we got like a, a buzzer beeping and beep, 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 like a danger, danger, danger. And that we don't necessarily really feel comfortable with sitting with those emotions. Um, sometimes, you know, sometimes just sitting or taking deep breaths, um, visualizing ourselves, you know, being OK. Uh, maybe even taking a walk can help us to, um, you know, to one, not make an impulsive decision, uh, but also to help us to become accustomed to being okay with, um, with dealing with uncomfortable emotions. And, and what it does is it shows us that it, that this is something that, you know, we can, um, that we can handle something that we can live through and that it's not going to take us out. Right. <laughs> so it's just the deep breaths, if it's, a, if it's a quick prayer, right? And the thing about it is, if we do those type of things, a quick prayer or a deep breath stick in a walk, is to just like dismiss it, trying to dismiss it, you know, the particular emotion, but um, coming back to it in, in, the, um, in a later time when we could um, feel comfortable and like be able to um, feel like we can like deal with it and and not feel like we need to cuss or, you know, <laughs> or, uh, throw scissors at somebody or, or you know, but no, we're at a place where now we can, like, okay, this is how I feel. This is how I feel, and it's okay to feel this way. Now, how can I express what I'm feeling, or what should I do with a particular emotion now, so that, you know, my needs are being met, and so that I can feel like I'm not being violated, and so I can feel like I can let go and, and share my particular emotions and my, my thoughts, because our emotions and our thoughts matter, because we definitely do matter. All right, and and, and again, and, and seeing that, um, and just seeing that, being comfortable with those particular emotions can help us to um, help us to be able to, to to deal with uncomfortable emotions and know that we're you know <laughs> that it's not going to take us out, that we can uh, overcome the emotion, the emotion will pass. So now, how do I, in the best way, how do I deal with that? How can I, how can I communicate my emotion? Again, know your triggers, know what your triggers are. Um, acknowledging your emotions but most importantly what I say is 
um, I talk about communication skills, using I statements, I feel statements, you know, I feel disrespected when you, you know, when you call me out my name, right? And so what happens is, you know, we are in a place where able to communicate our emotions in, in a healthy way where, you know, we're able to have dialogue with the other person, right? And, and the last but not least, most important thing is to practice. Practice makes perfect. Practice is either looking in the mirror, looking in the mirror, um, practice with uh, somebody that you trust, and just say it, you know, just, just, just say it because again, you know, our opinions and our thoughts, our feelings are valid and they, and they do matter, right? And so again, in my mind podcast, <laughs> you know, I think that keeping the peace is, is something that we do to protect ourselves. It's something that we learn to, to do, especially because we might not want to, um, we might not want relationships to end. Right, when I'm a relationship to end, or we might, we might like the way that things are, are going, although, you know, we're unhappy in it. But to, to be honest, um, you know, it's it's not allowing us to be us. You know, you know, we're not fully, you know, needed, fully invest in ourselves, or fully happy because you know we're not dealing with conflict and we're suppressing stuff. And what happens is, is, like, you know, when we do that, we're just, like, almost like trying to um, throw a ball or, uh, or roll a ball through some um, through some water or through some waves and stuff like that. You know, it's going to keep coming back and hitting us uh, in the face. So, again, keeping the peace sometimes is not always good. Uh, to keep it, sometimes we have to talk about issues and, and address them. A little bit, little bit of straightening. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, man. So, until next time. I'm your host, Carter. I'm signing off. Peace.